Welcome to There She Rose podcast. My name is Jamie C and I am your host and the CEO and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf serves the solo female entrepreneur mindset and strategy guidance on how to build confidence on becoming a leader so they can grow guilt-free and scale their dream biz. All right, girl, let's harness that bravery and let your inner wolf rise to its full potential. to There She Rose podcast. If, if this is your first time here, I'm so happy to have you here. My name is Jamie C and I'm the founder of Rising Wolf Coaching. I help small biz mamas uh, find clarity and with mindset guidance and strength and confidence and all the good things. Um, if you are returning, I'm so happy to have you back. It means the world to me to have you here. Uh, we, have the, we have a really awesome uh, guest on today. Her name is Kathy and she is absolutely incredible. I can't wait to um, have her share a little bit about her story. Hi, Kathy. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, tell the community a little bit about yourself and who you are and about your business. Yeah. So. My name's Kathy. I am the owner of Rekindle Communications, which is a copywriting studio and brand strategy studio for creative visionaries, thought leaders, and CEOs who want to stir up long-lasting impact. And so my goal is to basically help you find your voice, feel really good in it, and make really authentic connections to grow your business. Damn. (laughs) It's so cool. It's, I think it's so amazing. Like, um, so Kathy and I have worked together. I have, she has worked on my business and I have worked, I guess she's worked in mine and I've worked with hers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mindset student. And also I have worked with you for your copywriting. And, um, I have to honestly say it's been such a cool journey, like seeing your evolution and like where you were and where you are now and how you help people. And it's honestly, there's been so many times where, you know, I've worked with, entrepreneurs and they always say like I don't know what my brand voice is or like I'm having such a hard time with copy I'm not a great writer and it's just so beautiful to have humans that exist that this just is their thing it's Mm -hmm. really really powerful and I just want to commend you on on following this path and doing what you're doing and helping the people that you help because I just don't know if like any I mean just like the benefits of this it are so impactful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree in that. Um, I definitely undervalued the power of just your voice and just writing in general and being able to now use that and see how something that comes so naturally to me is something that so many, so many people struggle with, but also like is a really integral part of their business. Um, it definitely makes me feel just so like privilege to be able to help people through that process because um, it really is a personal process of like helping people kind of, you know, sound, feel and sound like themselves. And um, I definitely agree. It's, uh, it's, (laughs) I even wonder how I do it sometimes. And I look (laughs) at other copywriters who do it and I'm like, what is this weird magic that we do? But it's, it's so fun. And I just love working with people and getting to learn more about their stories and kind of bring those stories to life. Yeah, I think it's absolutely incredible. I'm so glad that you do it (laughs) (laughs) for sharing your magic with the world. It's very, very um, helpful. 
for all of us who um, struggle with getting that across because it really does help your relatability and your conversions and being able to really target the people that you want to serve and help and help them understand who you are and how you can help them. So without that, I mean, we're just like throwing spaghetti at the wall here. Yep. yep. Hoping it works. Hoping it right. works. Pretty much. We don't want to do that. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Uh, so uh, we have worked together before. We've had a few coaching sessions and you came to me with um, really kind of, I, I feel like you were like on the verge of like, just like needing permission to show up in this space of like, this is what I feel called to do. Um, so tell me a little bit more about, or tell the community a little bit more about how it was to like really find clarity and like lean into your magic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I truly get like so emotional about it because I, I truly have like experienced so much growth just from conversations with you and then also conversations with other, you know, mentors in my life who I was kind of having this identity crisis and I felt like maybe I wasn't meant for this entrepreneurship thing and that I was kind of, it, I, I had to eventually like give up. I, I was really ready to throw in the towel and um, I, that really scared me. So being able to find clarity and I, I think you said it perfectly, finding just permission to show up. Mm -hmm. And it was, I was like waiting for myself to give permission to myself. And it just felt so silly, almost like looking back, thinking like, oh my gosh, like I was literally the person holding myself back from really stepping into what I wanted to do. And so I was, I kind of started um, as a social media manager, just because that's kind of what I fell into after I left my marketing agency world um, at, at at a, at a place that I was working at. And so I kind of fell into social media management. I was doing it for a while and I just hated it. Like I hated the numbers of it and like Canva, gosh, I hate Canva so much and like <laughs> scheduling and like engaging on people's behalfs and stuff. And I was like, oh, I just hate this so much, but maybe this is what entrepreneurship is supposed to feel like. You just, it just, it sucks doing the work, but hey, freedom, right? <laughs> But um, sacrifice I've made. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, but I actually like, I came from a degree or I have a degree in writing and writing has always been a part of my life. And so I knew about this copywriting world, but I was a little bit intimidated by it. So I just kind of avoided it and needed a little bit more security with just like month to month projects and working with like people who just needed social media stuff. Cause that's the people who are reaching out to me. So but then I just got to a point where I was, I guess, hitting a, a wall where I could not make any more income. Um, I did not have any more capacity to bring on more clients, but I needed more income. And I was, I was really overwhelmed and just worried about like, what is the next step for me? Like, I, is this going to be like what it's like forever? And so I was kind of just at a loss for a next step when I kind of found you and you know, kind of the work that you do, because I didn't even know what I needed. So, yeah. um, but I'm really glad that we were able to talk and just kind of give me, like you said, give me permission to really step into what the transformation is that I want to give to people. I think that's what really helped clarify things for me the most was that using what a gift that I had and what exact transformation did I want to give to people? Like, did I want to give them like ROI through their social media accounts? No, I wanted to share their story. And so, because that's what I'm able to do and flow from a place of abundance is sharing people's stories. That's what lights me up. 
And so then I was like, wow, I, I shouldn't be even doing the social media management thing. So um, just chatting with you really helped clarify that for me. I think that's so powerful that, I mean, your story is so reminiscent of so many people I've worked with. So many are, it's the story of, I don't know if I like have, like, it's almost like you said it was, you said it perfectly too. Like it, this is, this is entrepreneurship, right? This is just like what I signed up for and I'm struggling and, uh, I'm not really necessarily making like the financial freedom or success that I really want to have. And I also feel as though like I have this innate sense of like something I'm really, really good at, but how do I actually make that profitable? How do I take this passion and make it my life? And is it even okay to do that? Like, am I all right doing that? Right. <laughs> and I think the fact that like being able to kind of just like, understand the scope of how you can help people definitely calms down the nerves, but I can only understand like how I can, I mean, how afraid or the nerves or the fear surrounding, like uh, you're basically changing your career path. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's a big deal, right? It's a big deal. And being able to just like sit in that and be like, okay, like enough is enough. Like this doesn't make me happy. And being able to say like, there's so much opportunity there's so much opportunity and you're in it right now, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely felt like, um, and that's, I think that was the scariest part was the fact that like, I was going to have to give up money like short-term to make the pivot. And so I was, I was literally like, what, what am I going to do? Like, I need money <laughs> I need to survive, <laughs> pay and pay bills. And luckily I have a husband who, you know, offers income as well, but you know, I want to feel like I'm contributing. And I, I definitely felt like that was, that was probably the scariest thing for me coming from a place of like the person who has like a backup plan for their backup plan. Um, and just having to like, let that go for a little bit to make room for um, clients that were willing to see and saw the value in the work that I could provide. Um, in a much bigger scope. I think looking back, that really scared me, but now I'm, I can't imagine like what would have happened if I never did that. So. Well, it's a sense of like giving up control and almost just like having a little bit of faith and trust mm -hmm. you now. And that's not, does not come easy for a lot of people, like especially yeah. planners. Like I need to see what this looks like. Right. I need to know, I have to, I need to know that this is coming in, that it's coming my way. But it, I think for you, it was like, I have to follow where my heart is like leading me and trust that the opportunity is there. And mm -hmm. just to see you make that pivot too. And you did it beautifully. Like I watched from afar, I saw the <laughs> whole thing happening and it was amazing. Like you were showing up online with so much confidence with like, all these tips, all this information. And it like, and it felt so real and so much more purposeful. Like you could just tell mm -hmm. that you love what you're talking about versus when you were talking about something different, like the pivot was so beautiful. Uh, yeah. And you can feel when somebody is being authentic in their word and authentic and how they want to serve you. And you're, it's almost like creating a magnet for your brand and just working and trust, building trust with you. So I think that the pivot was absolutely necessary, not only for your own well-being, but also for your community and the people that you serve. Oh yeah, it's it's so funny because like I 
I really struggled showing up on Instagram specifically. And that's kind of now where most of my kind of projects are coming from. And because I stay connected with people on there, but I just hated showing up because like, I hated talking about like social media tips. And I hated talking about these things that I just not was not passionate about. Like it was very um, almost ironic in that, like I really enjoyed writing captions, but I hated writing about the topic that I was talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's definitely, you're absolutely right. I just felt when I finally just started talking about writing and not even letting people know like, Hey, I'm making this change, like just making the change and just showing up and knowing that my passion will be able to carry me forward. It really, I was just coming from a place of abundance at that point, almost as if like I was holding in so much information that it was finally able to explode because I was like, I just love talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And people even noticed too, like I had people reaching out just saying like, you seem so different. <laughs> and I was like, I feel different. Like I really do. And so I ended up investing in someone to do my brand, um, my visual branding as well, which really helped me really feel like I came to this full transformation. Just like, I feel new, I feel fresh and like, just really excited about the way I'm showing up now. And I definitely want to bring point to something that you had mentioned to me too, that really stuck with me was just knowing that, um, I don't remember exactly how you said it, so I might be butchering this, but you said something like, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, work coming your way or like success coming your way, like it's almost like the rain, knowing that it will come, like you have confidence it's going to rain again. It's just a matter of when. And that really shifted things for me too, because I was like, oh my gosh, like I know that I can do really good work. Other people are killing it in this industry and doing great work themselves how, how am I not able to do the same? So just knowing that it was a matter of just time and patience rather than like a not, not like an, and like a, you know, deciding whether it was going to be something that would happen or not. It was just a matter of one. So that really shifted things for me too. I love that that helped you because I think that, well, that opens up the the mind to so many of putting that into such a relatable context, right? Like yeah. it's been a drought, right? But you don't ever think it's never going to rain again. Like It's not like a, it, it's just like, when is it going to arrive? Right? Like, but you innately know in your being, like, this isn't going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Like the rain will come, the plants will grow. It's just like when winter, like I'm on the East coast and like, it's it, cold forever <laughs> it feels yeah. like never and but it's like there's like little it's almost like the shift between spring and or like fall not fall um winter like getting out of the winter and into the spring like there's little shifts and that's like if you relate that to like the shifting in your business right or in yourself is like you can like hear the birds chirping mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you can like smell the difference in the air and then all of a sudden it's like not snowing as often. And then all of a sudden it's like, is it a little bit warmer? Like right. <laughs> not 12 degrees anymore. Is it like 38? <laughs> and then it's like right. 30 degrees. And then it's like, then it's spring and the flowers yeah. are blooming. It's like, it came, like I knew it was going to come, but sometimes it just feels so long. But I think a lot of the times is like, if you relate this into like resistance versus flow, right? Like if you're resisting, or like in such a like um, a worrying state of mind, like it, you feel like you're stuck even longer. Yeah. Right? You feel like you're in winter forever. Or it's like, instead you're like, I trust that it's on its way. I've like, I'm 
enjoying the little bits of success, the little bits closer to the goal, which is like the birds chirping or the flowers or like I, I saw the other day, like I was going for a walk um, and I've been forcing myself to go outside more often because I like in the wintertime, I'm just like hibernating. Um, and then I just find I'm like, I think I'm totally vitamin D deficient. Absolutely. A hundred percent suffering right now. So oh gosh. I go for like long walks, even though it's really cold. And I noticed the other day, like the little sprouts of flowers coming out of the ground. I was like, holy shit, it's on its way. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's, it's so close. It's so close. And then you just like get more excited, like those little things. And it's very similar to just like the trusting that things are on their way. It was like a long mm -hmm. convoluted way of explaining that, but it's like what yeah, I can I do that. right now. <laughs> like, yeah, no, Sarah, I think when you relate it back to like, just seeing it like in the natural world, mm -hmm. like, and yeah, it definitely helps kind of paint that concrete picture in your mind. So, yeah. For sure. Um, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about like how you serve your community. So like, what are the, how do you help somebody bring their vision to life? How does that happen for you? What's your process like? Yeah. So, um, I guess it depends on the type of project, but normally what I, I do is I, I really like to get to know the person. And, um, a lot of times people don't understand the importance of like building their brand and having like a brand strategy before kind of going about projects, meaning like they don't have a really clear vision. They're not really clear about who they want to serve. And um, I can definitely relate it back to myself because at the time I was not clear in what I wanted to do, who I wanted to serve, the transformation I wanted to provide. And that stunted my growth. And so now I'm really adamant about being really clear, helping my clients really be clear about that because otherwise you're going to come from a place of um, just uncertainty and lack of clarity. Um, and that will carry through in the messaging and people won't be able to kind of um, resonate. So I really get to, I, I, I make sure that my clients understand, um, you know, who they really serve and kind of those brand foundations. And depending on whether they have that foundation or not, like I'll go a little deeper with them if I need, but if not, and if they do have that, then we can kind of get into like, you know, whether we're writing a sales page or like web copy or whatever, but definitely those foundations are crucial. Um, really getting to know like, what are the core values of that person and, and the brand? What is the transformation that you want to provide? Um, and what is, how are you different and how is your approach different to other people in the service? provider industry is normally, you know, people who, who I work with, um, because it is a really saturated industry, just the creative world, um, or, you know, creative entrepreneurship. So sometimes people feel like they don't have permission to show up because, oh, I'm just another coach. I'm just another, you know, hairstylist, whatever it is, mm -hmm. but, um, giving them almost like empowering them to know, like, no, the way you do it is different. And, um, it's so different. And I'm like nodding my head. I know you guys yeah. can see me, but uh, it's <laughs> because I hear that all the time and they think, um, you know, that this it is so saturated and I say exactly to them, like, but nobody is you. Yeah. And once you know, like, and identify who you're serving and how you help them and the transformation that you're really delivering to them, it really is like, nobody can do it the way you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And nobody has the same um, perspective about your work as you do either, because there are like, um, 
you know, for me, like there are copywriters who are really like um, bold and loud and making people feel like badass and that's great, but that's not me. And so um, knowing that the way I approach um, my work and how I give, you know, copy to clients, um, it's not going to be, it's going to be different. It's going to be um, the way that I feel is best for them and mm-hmm. it's comfortable for me. So I really make sure that I just empower them to know like the way that you do it is different. The values that inform the work that you do is different mm-hmm. and creating story and narrative around that um, is what will ultimately make people connect with you. So ultimately that's a long-winded way to say, I really start with the foundations first as much as, as, much as I can especially for larger projects like web copy, um, specifically with web copy. But um, yeah, that's the first thing, first and foremost. That's incredible. I think just by hearing you talk about that, it gives so much clarity and like support and comfort. Like I know when um, I was working with you, your perspective is really brilliant. It really is. Like your perspective, the way that you can embody the the journey for that person's customer by like deeply understanding them. It's so powerful and it's so important because as the creative on the other side of it, right? We we think or we perceive that someone needs what we think that they need. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we have, that's only one perspective. And right. once you I, identify really truly who you're serving, in depth and not just like, I work with women in their twenties, you know, like it's very broad, like really narrowing in and getting granular. You can see, and like also doing intense market research is also Mm -hmm. definitely uh, largely impactful in really making sure that the messaging is speaking to the transformation of that particular person and helping someone that the way that you do, like guiding them through that is, I mean, it gives so much, um, I'm just trying to, um, um, the word is, is on the tip of my tongue, but it's, I just remember when we were working together and you were like walking me through it and like asking particular questions and then giving me your feedback. It was like the light bulb went off. Like I was like, yes, like now I get it. Like now I understand why that uh, additional copy or why that messaging wouldn't have impacted that person as deeply Mm -hmm. as it could have. And in turn, it benefited not only me, but actually the person I was trying to serve, <laughs> right? right? And so yeah. that investment in, and really having someone help you with that is so important and so powerful. Um, so I think it's- Yeah, important. yeah, you make a really good point about the market research because as a copywriter and as a, at least in the copywriting world, like from the outside looking in, people think that we're just like, you know, we get super inspired. We sit at our desk and we just kind of like write what we think sounds good. And that's absolutely not true. Um, it has to come from a place of market research and almost definitely driven by psychology and like trying to get people to um, start revealing and like self-diagnosing without them even knowing it. And so that's why I am super obsessed now with like just client interviews and doing that for people because that's especially if you're able to do it like with three or four people, then you're able to see those patterns like, oh, okay, so these people said that the biggest transformation for them was this. Then that that means that that's, you know, a transformation I really need to either point out or 
really um, hone in on. So you're absolutely right. It, it can't come. Um, and that's why I'm just so against like just the generic like avatar worksheet, um, unless it's coming with really good questions. And when you were doing it with me and we were going through that process um, during my coaching session with you, you were asking different questions and like the nor then like a normal freebie would like, you know, what do they like to eat? Like, <laughs> yeah. where are they going to the store on Saturday? Like, those are fine, but it doesn't really help you understand the psychographics, I think it's called, but like the values that really drive that person. So yeah, market research is definitely the next step. And again, very crucial. It is a hundred percent. Like it, mm -hmm. I, I find that so many people are crafting their services or their products or their product launches around their one perception. Mm -hmm. And it's very skewed and it's very challenging to, um, because they're just like, oh, well, this is what I think that they're going to need. Not right. this, no, there's a difference. And I, I talk about that in my coaching all the time. It's like what you think in your head, you think that you need or what you should be doing is a lot different than what you know you should do. Right. Like, it's like, it's like almost guessing. And then there's a part of you that's like the, the, just the knowing part of you. Um, and that's really, really rooted in understanding who you are and the value that you bring to the table and like really believing in your ability to serve this particular person in this transformation and also understanding that person, right? It's yeah. like so much deeper than just being like, well, I'm pretty good at doing this one thing. And I think that this person could benefit from it. Like it doesn't, how could you possibly craft something compelling with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think the hard part too, is that people are very smart now, like the average buyer is really smart. And so they're able to catch a message that's either thrown together or not authentic or seems kind of like not really clear. Like they can definitely sense that. Um, and so I think now more than ever, it's so important to have such a crystal clear message um, because people are really smart. And when they go to a webinar, like they know they're going to be pitched and like they're intuitively thinking about, okay, um, this person is potentially going to be trying to sell to me, but what makes them different? So that's why it's so important. Yeah, yeah it is so important. Uh, so tell me, do you have any like big ideas or new things that are coming up in your business? Yeah. So I will definitely say that I'm doing some just I'm taking care of um, just you know clients that I'm working with and being really intentional with them right now so I it's funny I actually just posted on Instagram saying like I might be taking a little just kind of breather from Instagram a little bit just because mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure that I kind of serve my clients well um, but there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes as far as like me just investing in um, you know tighter systems so that I can elevate my experience even more um, and right now I'm booking projects into like, I know right now it's, uh, March 19th, but, um, by the time, yeah, I'm, I'm booking like in May and June. So I'm just a little bit, I'm definitely trying to work on some backend stuff in my business to make sure that I can serve like to the highest ability. Um, but I will say other than that, I'm also, you know, thinking about growing my team. So whether that's a VA or a junior copywriter, just someone that can continue to support my clients. And um, I definitely want to get that really streamlined first and feel really good and comfortable comfortable with it. So I'm taking my time with that. Um, and once I feel really good, I'm excited to hopefully bring up either a new passive product or mm. I don't know, I'm still debating whether I want to do a potential program or 
thinking about like what a, a digital product would look like for me, but um, that would be kind of the next step. So that's kind of what I'm working on now. So yeah. well, it's, it's great because what, you know, the next step for you definitely, well, as you were saying, you're like, I'm booking onto this. And I was like, you're going to have to grow your team soon. And then you're like, right. I'm not hiring a V. I was like, yes, you are. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. I, it, and then like, I mean, just let's like step back and acknowledge that just for a moment, because I don't remember how long it's been since we worked together, but you have grown your business tremendously and you have reached new levels of success and you're transitioning and you're like becoming the butterfly, right? And like being able to like be at a space where you could recognize like I need support, like you are open to expanding in that part, which is such a good sign of really receiving, right? Instead of like putting up a wall of resistance of like, because a lot of times when people reach that point of like, I know I need help, whether it's outsourcing a part of their business that they're just like not like doing, I don't want to say not doing well, but like maybe struggling in like, so like so many people that I work with have a really hard time with like their finances or their books or bookkeeping or um, just like somebody to help them with like financial record something like that to make sure that their business is like in alignment that they're reaching their financial goals and all that kind right. of stuff and I don't think they understand too like the impact that it has on them when you release a part of your business where you can really focus on the most important parts and I've always, I've always said to people like you got some important shit to do right? Yeah. You don't get time to be all stressed out about these numbers. There's people to help you, right? Yeah. And when you're kind of like can take like a, a little bit of the control away, um, you can allow for more to come in and to serve more deeply. And the fact that you just kept referring back to like elevating the experience and elevating the experience, it just, it makes it feel so good. Like just hearing <laughs> you say it's just so good. I'm excited yeah. about your growth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. It's so funny because the first thing I outsourced was accounting because I just knew like, I do not have the capacity to do that, but just thinking about outsourcing in general, it definitely like, it almost holds you accountable to have more, make more money coming in. Because if you're not, if you're holding on to everything um, and you're playing small, you start to think that you can, you, you start to believe in the lie of like, you think you can continue to grow while playing small and that's just not the case. And so I'm just getting so busy now that I can't even imagine like if I had to deal with my accounting, you know, like that's just not too much. Time. I have no capacity to look at a number. <laughs> I just, no, I not. So, not even one, <laughs> not even one, just words. <laughs> just words is all I can handle. <laughs> right. But it allows yeah. you to air, like to shine in your area of genius. Like that's all it is. Like just yeah. do the most important things like that are making the most impact in your business. And that's you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's you doing the work that allows for that transformation. It's not the accounting. And I hear oftentimes people are like, well, I don't make enough money to do that. And I was like, well, let's analyze like where your money's going, right? Can, mm -hmm. we make, can we make some wiggle room? Can we outsource just a little bit of it? And because I think they've always like, like, well, this is like where my money's going instead of like reconfiguring what could potentially it could look like. And then they allow for like, to, a lot of it is rooted in like, I can't give up control. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is like, I can't give up control or I can't, um, I don't want someone, I don't need help. I don't need help. 
you know they do and then when they do they're like oh my god why didn't we do this sooner <laughs> yes oh my gosh and the yeah the biggest the biggest thing for me was i was investing in way too much online education and not enough like doing an implementation That's so i hear very very often yeah it was it was very overwhelming when i looked at my numbers and i was like oh my gosh and like thinking about did all of that online investment give me a return on investment? And I'm not talking about coaching sessions. I'm talking about like courses or like things that you think will, you know, kind of help you, but they actually don't, at least for me, I've realized like I'm a really bad online course taker. So a part of it was learning my, you know, personal um, learning skill, but um, yeah, definitely just being able to figure out where that money is going and seeing if it's actually making that return on investment, because if you, if it's, not then you can shift it to somewhere else and so yeah that's definitely something I've been learning a lot too <laughs> that's a whole other conversation but yeah I mean that's just on welcome to entrepreneurship <laughs> where everything <laughs> is a learning curve and we're constantly making mistakes and learning from them and growing and it's just part of the process and like I think the biggest thing that um you know we can adapt to is just much more self-compassion as mm -hmm. You know, because it's not like when, you know, we're inevitably going to fall down and make a mistake. Right. But it's, it's how you rise back up. It's how you get up and be like, what did that teach me? Instead mm -hmm. of what did I do wrong? Like, what did yeah. it teach me? How can I be better? How yeah. can I configure what this looks like? Um, well, I'm so excited for all of your growth and I'm so excited that you um, took the time to be here on the podcast and share your story and share all of the exciting things that are happening inside of your business. Um, so how, how can people work with you? How can they connect with you? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm so excited to have spoken a little bit today and I hope that it does encourage someone. And um, as far as like working with me, so um, you can head to my website, which is rekindlecommunications.com if you want to book a discovery call with me so we can chat and I can figure out exactly what you need. Um, I will say that I do specialize in um, brand strategy and web copies. So if you need that, I'm your girl, but I can also provide like sales pages, email. I like really like writing emails too, but um, so stuff like that. Um, and um, kind of as an in-between, if you aren't quite ready to invest in like a full uh, you know, copywriting experience. I do provide um, a web copy audit um, if you want to look at your website a little bit more in depth, but you don't need a full rewrite. I do that. Um, I also offer one-on-one -on -one strategy sessions if you want to kind of just talk through your brand strategy, um, how to niche, how to find your brand voice, or even content strategy, showing up with Instagram um, from with a storytelling hat. That's like one of my favorite things to talk about with people. So if you need help with that. I yeah. Love <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I love talking with people about that. Um, so if you want to do like a one on one chat, I can do that. And then finally, um, as kind of like a freebie, I do have a, a brand voice um, guide that you can download um, that will potentially be a link somewhere. Yeah. I'm assuming all of that um, will be in the show notes. So if yeah, you want to yeah. grab that freebie, or if you want to check out Kathy's website or ways to work with her. I'll have all of that in the show notes uh, below so you can connect with her. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. I know this was so fun. I don't want to go. <laughs> I know. I'm so grateful. I can talk about this all day. <laughs> Fun. It's fun when like just two artists come together um, and are able to just like talk about what they're passionate about. It's pretty cool. Mm. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. And for those of you who want to uh, learn a little bit more about brand voice, brand strategy, uh, check the show notes. And also, if you have not joined already, I'd love to have you inside of the uh, There She Rose Facebook community that is down in the show notes as well. We do Thriving Thursdays every Thursday where we do live coaching on specific topics to help you grow inside of your business and swap out that mindset to something more of like a growth mindset to help you feel empowered and excited and more confident confident. And also there is always a new episode every Wednesday on the There She Rose podcast. And that does it for today. Thank you again, Kathy. So happy to have you here. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you guys next time.